0: Welcome to episode sixteen of Pineapples and Thorns. Today's guests light it up. Let's take flight and get into the show. Hello, and welcome to the show. Peter, how are you today?
1: Great, cat. How are you this morning?
0: I'm a little tired, but I have coffee. We <laughs> got up uh, super early today because we have a couple of special guests, but uh, I'll uh, get to them in a second. Do you have any uh, updates on your upgrades? I know you've been working hard on Town Hall 14.
1: So I have now all of my expos started. Mm-hmm. I've finished two of them and all of my mortars are in progress. Mm-hmm. I did my hogs and my miners, and I'm still waiting on yetis. I think I have another eleven days to go on yetis. Nice, but I'm still happy with air attacks. I'm still doing the skybrid bat thing that Ink introduced to me, and ah. still successful. So,
0: so let's let's introduce our special guests. We have uh, Whip, who shares the leader role at Phoenix Reloaded with jess slash sky who unfortunately could not be with us live today although i believe she is lurking listening to us and sherlock he's a co-leader at phoenix reloaded welcome guys and let me officially welcome phoenix reloaded to the clash files family
2: yeah thank you great to be part of it great to be here with you guys
0: awesome can you each tell us a little bit about your clash history when you started playing clash the town halls you play and and how you found your way to at
2: Phoenix Reloaded Whip. Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I've been playing for about eight or nine years. I started the way that everybody does, kind of casual and kind of clueless. Recruited a whole bunch of my real-life buddies to come and play with me and it was just a mess. We were rushed, didn't take the game seriously, didn't really understand the point of it. And Back in those days, I spent a lot of time on global chat. So I found myself kind of drifting between clans, just meeting people, hanging out for a couple of wars, coming back to my home clan. And I I decided after a while that I needed to sort my game out. So I got a bit more serious about it, leveled out my town hall 10 to max, and I decided that I wanted to get a bit competitive. So I actually left my home clan, left all my buddies there. They just kept yelling, doing what they do and moved on to um, more organized wars, Discord. And, yeah, I mean, I've I've been there through league times. I've been there through potluck days that were just brilliant. And now I find myself sort of at at this space where I enjoy the game. I play competitively, but I I really don't have the time to engage in heavy league and stuff like that these days. So that's where I'm at, a happy balance between YOLO and structure. (laughs)
0: That's awesome.
2: And what town (laughs) halls are you playing? I'm just playing at Town Hall 14 now. I've pretty much retired all my mini accounts. Um, Most of them got caught behind, and I just don't have the time on my hands to kind of level them up, catch them up. Um, So I've got two Town Hall 14s, and I like being part of sort of the active heavy meta. So, yeah, that's where I'm at these days.
3: Nice. Sherlock, how about you? Um, I started playing class somewhere around 2016, mid of 2016. Uh, I was just a casual player back then. And then I was just hopping on in between clans, and somewhere around 2019 I joined By Forever, and that's when I got into doing leaks and stuff. And ten, since 2019 till then, um, I have been a part of By Forever. And uh, I, when I heard about Web and Just starting a clan together, so I thought why not just start playing here as well. So since they are both of them are very good friend of mine, and that's how I joined Phoenix Reloaded. Uh, I'm a holy red Phoenix reloaded and by forever. And I play mainly four Town Hall 14s, one Town Hall 12, 1 Town Hall 13, and 2 Town Hall 9s.
1: My goodness. goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could one of you tell us what Phoenix reloaded? Where did that name come from? What 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 is the history behind that?
2: So my counterpart Jess came up with the name Phoenix Freeloaded, and look, I think it means different things to all of us, but to me, it's kind of a renaissance, like a new beginning. Um, Phoenix Fire was my original home clan that I started years and years ago. I donated it to a friend um, to be used as a feeder, and Jess actually spent a bit of time there before we started PR. So I don't know, it's kind of like a respectful salute to the past, our mutual past, I guess. Um, yeah, it it doesn't mean much beyond that, I don't think.
1: And I have to say, I've been in your clan a couple of times for different event wars, and you guys, I think, must have the most multinational, uh, like, anytime I go on, there is someone on there to donate. I think, Sherlock, I don't think you actually sleep, do you? I don't think you actually sleep.
3: Um. Yes, I do. That I can uh, definitely confirm, but yeah, <laughs> my idea of having an active clan is that if somebody requests a troop then he or she should be instantly filled with a request because that's what i've been doing since i was a leader of uh i mean when i started clash i was a leader i was leading a clan called they will make cry i was playing with my friends and one thing that i've seen since that point of time till now that donations matter a lot for any of the clan's activity so I try my best to donate as much as I can. And I try to keep the clan active, like chatting and whatever stuff that is needed.
1: I think you're doing a good job at it. And, and we would agree that yeah. uh, that uh, instant donation really makes a big difference. We have, who were we talking to yesterday, Kat? Or was it Josh? I guess we better not name a clan, but he's been out of our clan for a little while. And he says, you know, mm-hmm. it takes take 30 minutes for him to get a donation. And he sees people online. It's, it's very frustrating. So good for you Definitely. guys. Yeah. Thank you. So, I think you just said it, you just started Phoenix Reloaded really recently, right? I mean, it's within two years and you're already at uh, level 10?
2: Uh, it was uh, around March this year.
1: March this year, actually, my gosh.
2: Yeah, so we've just been smashing back-to-back wars pretty much since the get-go, trying to level up as quickly as we can.
3: Um, we started Phoenix Reloaded actually on twenty eighth of 27th of February,
1: I believe. Amazing. Exactly. That is so quick, so quick to town hall or to level
2: 10. That's so quick.
0: Yeah. It used to take forever to, to level plans up. It's, uh, but you guys have done a great job.
2: Yeah, it's a huge testament to a lot of our members as well. Um, we've got a few guys running lots of accounts between Frosty, Sherlock, Jess. These guys are just cranking out accounts. And War Day is just kind of nonstop hit, 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 which is awesome to watch, awesome to be a part of. But I think that's a huge, huge reason behind how we've gotten to where we are so quickly.
1: Definitely. Which leads me right into how did you, uh, I know you know Kat from a long way back. And how how did you kind of come to the conclusion as leadership that you wanted to join the CFF as a clan? And congratulations, by the way. We're really happy to have you.
2: Yeah, it's really great to be a part of it. And look, it wasn't something that we'd sort of planned from the outset. That we we didn't start the clan and go, you know what? Let's join CFF. You know, we've we've all been involved in families before. We appreciate sort of the com- camaraderie and the activity, the events, the fun. Um, I guess that social element. So being part of a family was always on the agenda, but. In terms of joining the CFF, it kind of happened organically. You know, Kat came over, she was doing a few wars with us and ended up just hanging out. Um, we started participating in a few events with you guys over in CFF and before we knew it, we just realised that this was the family for us. You know, it's not like we were shopping around or anything like that. It just felt right and as soon as we were part of it, saw the pretty Discord yeah. saw all the cool people the warm welcomes it just felt like this was home so look we're ecstatic to be a part of it and just absolutely over the moon to see what the future holds for us being part of the family
1: yes absolutely us too i mean you guys have been very involved right since you know i i don't know that how early i was privileged to the knowledge that you were going to join or, or in the process of trying to join but i mean you guys are in our events you know we've seen you around it's it's been good to have you Awesome. Thank How you. How much does your membership turnover? Do you do a lot of recruiting? Do you do you use the in game recruiting tool? Or are you using Reddit? Any of those things?
2: Well, look, Peter, in all honesty, we don't do a huge amount of recruiting. We do have posts up on Reddit, we do maintain it and we keep it up to date. Um, but realistically, the majority of the people and members in our clan are friends or friends of friends. It's mainly been through word of mouth that we've recruited. And continues to be that way as well, sort of, um, you know, between us all. We've all been in our own little separate corners of the Clash universe, and we've all got our own friends. And there are a lot of people that sort of have a background in league that are are kind of done with that. And we represent a really nice, happy medium where league players can sort of step down, take the pressure off and, and engage in wars with us without feeling like they have to do sketch drawings or without spending 10 hours planning on voice chat or anything like that, whilst maintaining a really competitive approach to it. So, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been too difficult for us. Obviously, recruitment is always the pain of starting a new clan, but from the outset, you know, we were spinning 15, 20-person wars from the get-go and haven't really looked back from there. So it's been great. Awesome. Awesome.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the game itself, What do you guys think about the current state of the game? Do you think it's balanced for Town Hall 14?
2: Look, it's probably too early for me to have a huge, huge judgment on where the game's at. Um, I'm one of those people that gets a little bit stuck in my routine hits. Um, Hmm. So I haven't experimented too heavily. I have reverted back to ground hitting, which has been pretty exciting because I've always kind of had a backbone for the ground hits and um, heavy charges through the core and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I've been playing in Super Bowlers, which is super cool. And, I mean, it's, it's pretty refreshing having a war and not just seeing air spam. It's, it got a little yeah. mundane for a bit there. So, mm-hmm. look, from my point of view, I'm not too sure where the game's at in terms of balance just yet. You know, once we start seeing more sophisticated base builds to compete with the new meta and stuff, I, I think we'll have a better idea in the next few weeks. Um, but for the time being, oh, I'll reserve judgment and just be happy when I land those triples, Sherlock. <laughs> do you want to add anything to that?
3: I mean, you pretty much covered most of the stuff, babe. but yeah, I think uh, for now the game is pretty much balanced because uh, earlier, like uh, before the update, you would have seen that how Dragon Riders were just tripling everything, and mm-hmm. right now after the updates, we can see that okay, Dragon Riders are not that much effective right now. So it's kind of balanced, but on the other hand, uh, Supercell has boosted the Hog uh, Rider and the minus. So yes, you can see right now, like for like 10 days or 15 days, this time period, you will see more triples at Town Hall 14. Uh, I mean, after this time period, most of the people, like not everybody has goal passes and uh, they don't just hammer stuff. So for a normal Clasher point of view, I would say that after 18 days or so, when everybody will be having their defenses upgraded. So that will be the point when somebody can say that, okay, the game is balanced or not. For But right now, I think it's more offensively high. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Very good.
0: So we were talking about the update a little bit, but um, are you experimenting with the the various uh, new troops? Like uh, Whip, you had mentioned that you're playing a little bit with the Super Bowlers.
2: Mm-hmm. How have
0: you found that?
2: Um Look, I've always been a fan of bowlers at Town Hall 10. I used to absolutely carnage everything in sight with bowlers. So having super bowlers sort of allows me to channel that in obviously a more defensively heavy format with Town Hall 14. There hasn't really been a good ground troop um, that works for me in terms of sort of a a nice clean, clean walk on one side, a funnel on the other corner, and then just push through the core. And I've really enjoyed using the Super Bowlers for their resilience. I've been hitting just randomly in Legends and thinking, oh, it's not a bad hit, but it's not going the distance. And next minute, you know, everything's still standing. And I'm thinking, holy (laughs) crap, this has really turned around. These Super Bowlers are pretty good. So, look, I haven't played with them enough to um, hold too much judgment on it, but I think they could possibly be overpowered. But I'll come back to you on that one in the next few days.
1: What was your first thought when you saw how many housing space they were going to take?
2: I was pretty skeptical that they were going to be a good investment, but I mean, the return on investment is their durability. So look, despite not having many of them compared to, I guess, the more old school bowler smashes that you used to see a bit more of, um, you, you don't just have a blue mess in the core, <laughs> but nonetheless, they they just kind of keep going. They can push through. So yeah, look, I'm really enjoying super bowlers at the moment. I'll probably boost them again and, and give it another couple of days.
0: So, if you guys um had a single go to attack strategy, what would it be and why, Sherlock? Oh, mm-hmm. um, yeah,
3: I can go ahead on this one first. Yeah, yeah. So it depends upon the town hall totally. Like, uh, at town hall twelve and mostly in league wars, I go with witches because my most uh, I think witches are the only troop which maxes at town hall twelve. And right. they are still at, I mean, they're really, really OP at Town Hall 14 as well. So is are my go-to at Town Hall 12. And at Town Hall 13, I still feel like Inferno Dragons are the best. Because no matter how how many times you are going to nerve that troop, but still it's, I mean, uh, like you have just got uh, a shot which is, which Inferno Dragons... And you place the buildings in such a way that uh, inferno towers have to be around the Scattershot or the town hall, and then inferno dragon you can just freeze them, and inferno dragon can just wreck the base. So for That's town hall thirteen, I feel like uh, inferno dragons are the best. At town hall fourteen, it depends, like w- which kind of base I'm facing. I still feel like Blizzard can be added to any kind of it. I am mostly a ground attacker, so I feel like Blizzard hy- uh, hybrid or maybe. Uh, drag bad. Drag bad is uh, drag is an attack which you can use from town hall twelve to town hall fourteen, even town hall eleven. So yeah, depending upon the base on town hall fourteen, I would say I'll go with the strategy.
0: So let's uh, let's uh, go over to to whip.
2: Um, yeah, I don't really have a, a a single designated strategy that I go to. Um, I, I like queen charge, Lalo always have. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess it depends on the application. If, if we're going for a, a guaranteed safe two stars in SCCWL or something like that, hybrid's often a safe bet. Um, the bowlers for super bowlers I was talking about is is pretty consistent for a high percent two-star, if not triple. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'll change it up based on what I'm facing and what yeah. the variables are. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about your most hated strategy and why. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to jump straight in and say I absolutely love it, but I don't use it because I I just fail every time. I stack with the timing. I need to practice, but I've probably done four or five lizard hits ever and <laughs> I need to revisit that. <laughs> um, yeah. All yours, Sherlock.
3: For the most hated one, I would say uh, Yeti Smash and maybe Yeti Bro Back, because the thing is. Nobody builds that. If you talk on the league level, nobody actually builds for Yetis. And uh, if I can just give you one example, like last C W L season nine, it was I believe we were having a base which was absolutely defending like a beast every game. And then mm-hmm. uh, in one game it got frist, and the guy uh, who hit it, it was like a Yeti smash. And we never actually design a base thinking like, okay, somebody is going to hit it with a Yeti. So, yeah. yeah, I just hate that base. And being a base builder, I feel like I can defend, I mean, I cannot defend all the strats. I can defend hybrid or most of the meta attacks, or maybe I can bait Lalo. I cannot just defend Lalo because I believe Lalo is the most OP attack ever in game. Yeah. But having a troop like Yeti, which is like absolutely, uh, I mean, you cannot just predict it. So, yeah, this is my most hated attack. Yeti Bogat <laughs> or Yeti Smash. Yeah, Fair enough.
1: And how about which one you don't like to use?
3: I will still go with the Yeti because I don't really use it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Very good. So how about which is your I'm favorite, good. which is your favorite town hall to play right now? And it can be a town hall you don't own anymore. Sherlock?
3: Um, I think I like town hall 13 the most right now because, uh, first of all, hybrid was never for town hall and hybrid is like my all time favorite strategy. Mm. I like to clean charge. I can do clean charge rocks as well, but hybrid, due to hybrid, because it was not nerfed. So, yeah, Town Hall 13 and hybrid.
1: And is that even before Town Hall 14 dropped? You liked 13? Yes. Yes. I would say so. Yes. I think a lot of people share that opinion. How about you, Whip?
2: Uh, in its heyday, when the game maxed at TH10, I would say Town Hall 9 was probably the most fun just because every single strategy known to man was a viable three star strat. Um, you used to see some crazy strategies that were just OP. Um, Queen Bob jumps to mind. Um, Hogs were just indestructible at Town Hall 9 as well. I, I don't know. I think Town Hall 9 was kind of fun. It was a bit YOLO even in league format. and <laughs> You probably didn't need to plan as much as you do these days for um, for proportionate aces, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, Sherlock, I know you were involved somewhat with uh, Clash Babes and Clash Bows. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit how you got involved there and what your favorite memory of it is?
3: Uh, yeah, so I was actually playing with Whip and Jess at that point of time in a clan called D Nation. And okay. there I got to meet with uh, Jed Blackheart, who is the leader of uh, Clash Babes. And then oh, we used to talk a lot, and then this idea popped into my mind because uh, Clash Babes was mostly dead at that point of time. And I was like, let's revive it. Let's start doing some events, and oh, that's how we started. Like we, uh, I mean, I remember very clearly that I pulled off uh, almost like 15 to 16 people overnight, and then they <laughs> uh, they asked more people, and then we organized an event after like one year or so, I think, right? And that's how it got started again. And my best memory, I mean, I talk about it a lot, was uh, we have a friend called Sacramentum. He plays in Phoenix Reloaded as well. And he's a ex-league guy. But in that war, uh, I because I was a co-leader, so I asked him to go uh, hit a base and secure two-star. And I told him, okay, you have to do a hybrid on this base. And I asked him, okay, you know hybrid because I think he was just making a return after so long, like uh, he quit and then he made a return at that amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I asked him, okay, do you know what a hybrid is? He said, yeah, yeah, I know that. And then uh, when he pressed the attack button and I, when I saw his army, it was a combination of heal spell, e-dragons, loons and hawks and whatnot. And then when he quit the attack... I asked him, "Okay, so this was your hybrid," and he said, "Yeah, so this is a hybrid of air and ground." I thought you meant the wow. same. I was like,
2: "Okay, wow, wow Nice.
3: Wow. And this is still a joke. Uh, like I talk about it a lot in our servers as well. If you have uh, seen it yet,
0: oh, that's hilarious.
1: Did he get? Did he get the two star?
0: Yeah. Huh? He got okay, the two star. that's good
1: enough. Good
3: enough. Okay.
0: <laughs> Although, um,
1: <laughs> I would have booted him for sure.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, tech. <Jack. laughs> Um so part of the requirement for entry to the CFF was that you had to organize and run a family-wide event. So can you guys talk a little bit about that experience?
2: Yeah, hosting that event was one of the highlights of my clash career. That was just so much fun from the very start. It was just such a fluid process, absolutely manic, but you know, mm-hmm. the, the joys of working with you guys in CFF is that there's a level of structure that everybody abides to, which made it fairly seamless. Um, it, it was just, yeah, a, an absolute excitement machine. We were hyped up about it um, before, during, and afterwards as well. Saw some really cool air metro attacks. But, yeah, as far as the process was concerned, it was easy and fun. And it was actually the first actual event that I've – I've ever really been a part of hosting. I mean, outside of arranged wars and friendly wars, mainly for practice purposes, I, I haven't really been involved from the ground up in commissioning an event like that before. And it was a great experience, and I can't wait to be part of the next one.
0: Awesome.
1: I'd like to ask about past league participation. You've alluded to it a couple of times, Sherlock. Maybe you could tell us what leagues you've been involved in and how successful you've been, or, or, or maybe not even successful. How much enjoyment you got out of that kind of play.
3: Okay, so I've been playing league since, I would say, 2018. I was a part of a clan called uh, Croatian Army. Uh, One friend introduced me to over there. I played for some time, and then I joined By Forever. And since, like, three years now, I've been a part of By Forever as a co-leader. And I have played in CWL, that is uh, Champions War League, in White Division. I have played in uh, No Dip League. And I have also played in some other uh, 5v5 ESL style leagues for my, I mean, uh, I, I was a part of a clan clash, oh, it was CPH, I don't really remember the full <laughs> name now, but it was a global clash cup and some events like that where we, uh, we, we were a group of five people who used to play over there. So yeah, I mean, I have done quite a lot of work since joining by forever
1: in the league.
2: And how about you, Whip? I haven't played in league for a very long time and it's a decision that was hard to make at the time. Um, But reality always comes first, unfortunately, and I just don't have the time on my hands to dedicate to that element of the game anymore. But I've participated in MLCW um, and CWL. I used to be a co-leader in a clan called the Holy Cronut who went on to to win CWL Championship. I can't remember what season it was, but I, I was actually... Halfway through that season, when I skipped out of Clan um, for my own reasons, and it's a demon that I'll wrangle with forever. Oh. At that moment in my life, um, you know, league play was was as as good as it got. It was the pinnacle of the game, and you know, we made every minute of it count. The endless voice sessions, and you know, it, it's something that I'll take with me forever. But at this point in time, I just don't have that in me. Um, it's it's kind of hard being a family man, running a business and still finding the time to put into it. So, yeah, I sure. mean, not to rule anything out in future moving forward, but right here and right now, this is kind of where I'm at. But I, I do live vicariously through Sherlock and a few of my other buddies and clan <laughs> um, who, who skip out elsewhere to go and kick ass.
1: And what do you think between the, you know, the ESL style, the 5v5, you know, that quick format, the streamer, the wars versus the old mixed breakdown? How do you see that progression? You know, we seem to get a lot more coverage now on the ESL type wars. What do you think of the difference or the change?
2: I'll let you feel this one, Sherlock.
1: Sure.
3: So I like the, I mean, since I can say at that point of time that I am an OG of this game, So yeah, I used to like the game when uh, there were few games and few leagues and uh, streamers used to give importance to more such stuff. Like at at one point of time when uh, CWL was the only uh, league which used to stream and then uh, people were getting so hyped. But after this ESL scenario, I think it has divided clans to some extent because nowadays everyone feels like okay i can just buy a gold pass and upgrade my account and i can form a team of five but ultimately (laughs) i mean it's a good thing yeah it's a good thing actually and it's really nice for supercell to to introduce things like that but again at the same point of time i would say that okay you are forming a team of five and you are just going to play with a group of five people then when it comes to farming ultimately you will need a clan right a group of people because uh, yes, you can definitely donate to yourself and do wars by 5v5 as well. But this is not why we joined this game. At least that is not my idea of Clash. My idea of Clash is to hang out with a group of people from different places to get to talk to them and as many people as I can get involved with. So I would say I like the old older times when there were uh, less leagues and more people were involved into uh, like only a group of clans were there. But then it, it will be like uh, really, I would say, very selfish of me to say that because, yes, I am a part of a fa- uh, clan that is, has that is been in the OG scenario by forever. But yeah, uh, speaking from my individual clasher, I think, yes, I like the CSL stuff more because uh, it makes you feel like, okay, you do have something like, yes, I am a max down all, I have the capability to execute the most hyped attack, most strongest attack which are green banks for me.
1: Yeah. I, I think you are not alone in those opinions. You know, we all are here because of the people we've met, but it's fun to watch those, those pros go five V five.
3: It's definitely exciting, but uh, yeah, I miss those times when there were a few leagues and the streamers got to cover those wars. Like, it was a hype war when Dark Lutus used to play against Spartan's Legacy or, or Buy Forever play- used to play against WHF. People were getting hype, And then the chat, like CWL lobby, used to be more lit than now.
1: Yes, yes. Right. Okay, let's change speeds for a sec. If you're not playing Clash of Clans and you're not on Discord for Cat, what do you like to be doing? <laughs> How about you, Whip?
2: I'm I'm a bit of a social butterfly. I've got a lot of friends. I hang out with my buddies. Um, I hang out with my family a lot. Take my daughter around town. I live near the beach, so we get down and even in winter, play on the sand, have a little paddle. Um, and I mean, work keeps me pretty busy as well. So a lot of dimensions going on outside of Clash uh, for me, but not a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs>
3: Yeah, pretty same for me as well. Like I'm a family man as well, so I mostly stick with my family because uh, class takes a uh, it takes so much time outside, mm-hmm. and work is also very hectic for me uh, since like ten days or so. But overall, yeah, I like to stick with my family after Clash.
1: Are you playing any other games besides Clash of Clans? Nope, just Clash. Nope, makes me feel a bit better. Have you downloaded Everdale yet, Cat?
0: Everdale, no, and I never shall. It's on record here. <laughs> the only other one I play is, is Clash Royale, and that's kind of a love-hate relationship there. Fair enough. So, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about something fun. Uh, hero pets. Tell our listeners, what is your favourite hero pet and why?
2: Um, I've got to go with the unicorn. Um, the amount of shabby two stars that have come right at the end with my between hanging to the tiny slither of health because she's got <laughs> a unicorn facing her around. Um, yeah, I've, I've got to go with the unicorn. I mean, they all have their merits. I've got my yak on my BK. Um, I, I find it's quite often a cheap funnel opposing side to the queen walk. So, yeah, I, I don't mess with the pets as much as I probably should. I'm not that experimental with them. But um, if, if I had to pick one, it would definitely be the unicorn. How
0: about you, sure
3: for me. Same for me, because Unicorn, you can switch it with different heroes and you can see how it works with them, but even if you're doing like a multiple hero charge, which Vip and I were talking just before this podcast, if you pair Unicorn with an RC, then also it's very useful, even though uh, you know, RC has not Got that much of health uh, as compared to Archer Queen. But yeah, if you use your in- invisibility spells correctly, it's a very good pet hero combination. So yeah, yeah. unicorn for me as well.
0: Yeah, I have seen some um, some people using the unicorn with the RC lately. and It seems to be pretty effective for sure. Mm. Uh, are you guys disappointed that we didn't get new levels on the pets in the last update?
3: Not at all. Um,
2: not really. <laughs> so many troop (laughs) upgrades
3: yeah it's already like so many upgrades so many accounts to play and after that if you get more levels on pets it's like too much
1: work so no, I'm happy did any of you notice that you know the yak got uh, lost its splash damage have any of you noticed that effect on your you know your little funnel or or the the counterside to the queen charge have you noticed Yeah. for what I use the yak
2: for it hasn't bothered me too much actually
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you remember doing those, if you are into sui hits and if you remember doing those sui hits when ground skelly just pops up, if you are going into a multi-inferno or a single inferno and then your yak used to just go nuts and then it used to kill all those skellies. But now if you just do a sui with uh, your BK and the yak, I think uh, it is going to be less effective because yak is now a point defense. It will go into those Kellys one by one, which earlier was not the case. So that makes the uh, if there is a single target inferno, or even if a multi-target inferno, and there is an expo placed just behind the inferno, that makes your so very less effective. So yes. yes,
1: okay. Our SCWL has just started in Red Thorn. We uh, took a long time to match, didn't we, Kat? Maybe ten hours, twelve hours, something like yes, that.
0: Not it's not our record though. I think. Our record was like 30-some hours.
1: Yeah. How do you guys handle SCWL in Phoenix Reloaded?
2: Um, Well, this has been a very different SCWL for us, actually. Um, Not to mention that we've just been promoted into Masters, so it's kind of the first time we've really felt any sort of remote challenge thus far. Um, We've just been blitzing our way through, and it's kind of nice to get some even breakdowns here. And it's also the first time that we've divided our roster into two separate clans. So we've just gone Town Hall 14 only for this war, uh, for this season. Nice. Um, we've sent all of our 13s and below to uh, to Devil May Cry, Sherlock's original clan. Um, we just wanted to maintain, I guess, a competitive edge in a heavier league. And running, you know, a 14 breakdown is obviously the way to go. So... Look, we're on War 2 at the moment. It's definitely more competitive. We, we blitzed War 1, which was a, a great start. And I can't see us really getting bottlenecked at this point with um, nothing but 15 Town Hall 14s on the roster. So, yeah, it, it's going to be refreshing. Um, finally getting up into the big boys club, I guess, and um, meeting some, some better hitters and some, some better bases as well. Uh, I mean, it's very experimental at the moment on the back of the, the update as well, experimenting with new troop levels and stuff like that. Heavier defences, not not too many, but it's good to see it anyway.
0: What about you, Sherlock? Do you have anything you want to comment on about uh, DMC? We are doing actually pretty good. Uh, I actually thought that uh, if we are running a
3: mixed breakdown war in SCCWL, then we will not be standing at what we are actually looking pretty good. So we won the first war. And even though after getting full one stars, we were actually able to make it. And I'm really happy oh. about it.
0: Wow. Nice, Awesome. Well, that's uh, the end of our, our time here with you guys. Um, I want to thank you for coming on and, and telling us about Phoenix Reloaded. And gain welcome to the Clash Files family. We're super yeah. excited to have you. Do you guys have any shout outs that you want to give?
2: A big shout out to all the crew at PR it's been a big push for us to get to where we are and it's all on the back of each and every one of us for for our spot both in the CFF and also as a clan finally making it to town hall uh sorry to level 10 was a big milestone for us and It was pretty crazy back-to-back, big wars leading up to it. So it's been nice for us to all sort of catch our breath a little bit, but a massive shout-out to the clan, massive shout-out to the new family. Thanks so much for having us. Yep,
3: shout-out to the CFF family and uh, people at PR, but I would like to especially mention one person who made it all possible, like uh, Frosty. He's the guy who works, and he 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 never sleeps, in my opinion. Like, he (laughs) is... Like the He <laughs> just acts through it. You just give him a task, and he's like, okay, it's done. So, huge shout-out to Frost. He's a beast. Yeah, yeah sure. right. N- not only on Discord, like, he's our main Discord guy. He's the one who set it up all, and then he manages the clan, and then he uh, he's a beast of an attacker. So, really huge shout-out to Frost. And, yeah, that's all from my side, and thank you. Thank you for
0: having us. Peter, how about you? Do you have any comments or shout-outs?
1: Oh, yes. I'd like to thank you guys for coming on. That was really great of you. I know it was uh, a little nerve-wracking, but I think you, you did really, really well.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'd
1: like to shout out Sky. She was one of the four lovely lady captains for the CFF draft war, but her microphone didn't work. So it allowed me to stay <laughs> active, even though I was, uh, my hosting job had been uh, completed. I got, to, I got to announce her picks, so shout out to Sky. And to Ink, and Ms. P for the the behind-the-scenes work at the CFF Draft War Draft. Thanks.
0: Awesome. Um, My shout-out would be to everybody who signed up for the the draft event challenge. It's going to be a fun event, and all the teams look really strong. And also, shout-out to all the work that you, Peter, and Inc., and Ms. P., and Mords, and everybody behind-the-scenes did on, on organizing that draft because that's a huge undertaking so kudos to all of you guys so thank you very much everybody for listening if you're looking for a great group of clans in either clash of clans including phoenix reloaded or clash royale visit the clash files discord to apply and as always send us your comments ideas and questions to us at kgh podcast on twitter or join the clash files discord at discord.gg slash clash files